mouth. Five-year-old Emmy wrinkled her nose at her little brother. Sul eeping. She squared her skinny shoulders and beamed at Tarsi. I fixed biscuits and jam for Natty and me. Mama said I'm her best helper. Tarsi gave the little girl's tangled hair a pat and managed to smile, but inwardly she quaked. If Mary still lay in bed, something was amiss. With trembling hands, she draped her cloak over the single chair in the room. You two stay out here and play quietly. I'll be seeing to your mama. She pinched the precious pouch between her elbow and ribs and scurried into the sleeping room beyond the living quarters, certain the children would obey. They were bonny youngsters. In all the months Tarsi had visited, she'd rarely found a need to scold them. As the children had indicated, Mary lay on the lumpy bed that filled the corner of the small room, eyes closed and lips slightly parted. The pale pallor of her skin concerned Tarsi, as did the sheen of perspiration on her brow. Another fever? Tarsi sat on the edge of the bed, causing the springs to creak. Mary's eyes fluttered open as Tarsi placed the back of her hand gently against the woman's moist forehead. The heat from Mary's skin seared Tarsi's flesh. Her heart tripped in worry, but she clicked her tongue on her teeth and shook her head, assuming a teasing tone. Look at you now, sound asleep in the middle of the morning. Such a lazy one you are. The corners of Mary's mouth twitched upward in a feeble smile. So you don't agree I've earned a rest after doing laundry yesterday for my own family, plus four others? A sigh heaved, carried on a wheezing breath. I have two more loads to do today, though, so I should rise. And why are you still taken in laundry? Tarsi scowled, all pretense at teasing forgotten. Didn't I tell you the lie fumes and plunging your hands again and again into water isn't good for you? If you're wanting to get better for good, you cannot... Mary struggled to prop herself up with her elbows. I have to work, Tarsi. I've told you so. Her arms gave way, and she collapsed against the soiled pillows. Well, you won't be doing any laundry today. Tarsi flopped her age-worn pouch open. Her most valuable possession, she always kept her great-aunt's medicinal pouch with her. She never knew when the cures inside might offer comfort and healing to some poor soul. The cures had been used for Mary more than anyone else. If only something in the leather pouch would heal Mary for good. Tarsi's fingers sought the small packet of holy basil. The herb had effectively reduced Mary's fever in the past. I'm thinking this new illness ought to tell you leaning over a wash tub does you no good. It wasn't doing the wash that caused my sickness, Mary said. Tarsi whisked a glance around the room and noted the window open, at least six inches. She pointed. Did Joss leave the windows open all night again? I've told you, the night air. Tarsi shook her head, too frustrated to continue. She stomped to the window and gave it a push, that settled the frame against the sill with a thump. 
Sometimes she wondered if Joss had no interest in keeping his wife healthy. He stubbornly refused to follow any of her directions. Hands on hips, she faced Mary. I'll be having a chat with him and... No. Mary's voice, although weak, sounded firm. He works so hard during the day. He needs his rest, and he sleeps better with a little cool air in his face. Tears pricked Tarsi's eyes. Mary was the most giving, unselfish person she'd ever known. Why couldn't Joss pander to Mary the way she pandered to him? She moved to the bed and seated herself again. But what of you? Is your sleep not important? I'll be all right. Mary's chapped lips curved into a weary smile. You'll make me well again, as you always do.